When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down? Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Write that down. I, I don't have a pencil. Well, remember that. Then. Welcome in. The only show in America that's dumb enough to actually keep track of our predictions with statistics. We're the only show that does meaningful predictions. Because if you're just making predictions and then no one circles back, what's the point? You're not learning anything from your mistakes. And you can always claim, oh, oh no, no, I was right about that. And then no one remembers the prediction, really. Yeah. So they just, uh, yeah, no, no, we we continually make ourselves look like fools. Yeah, Because and we you, are willing to do this. You know what they do? I don't know if this is good or bad long term, but the WWE's main competitor, AEW, for the last four years, when a wrestler comes out of the curtain, here we go, it's AEW Dynamite on Wednesday night, and it's Chris Jericho is going to wrestle tonight. And they'll put his win-loss record for the year on the bottom of the screen. It's Chris Jericho coming in. He's 12-4 and four <laughs> in singles matches so far this year. That's what every when I'm watching ESPN, Stephen you know A. Smith what, on first take, it should literally like they you know, Stephen A is about to go off on Draymond. It should say Stephen A is batting 32% on his predictions and takes so far this year. Wrestling wins mean nothing. I I don't know if you know this or not, but I mean wrestling wins, come on. It's, they it's don't like actually wins. you can as long as you can get over and you're popular, you know, you can yeah. I mean hey, analytics. Seth Rollins lost three times to Cody Rhodes, including once when Cody Rhodes had a had a torn biceps or something, right? Or a torn pec. Can you imagine if they put like the wins and loss record for like Dolph Ziggler towards the end of his WWE run? It would just be oh, lost and four hundred seventy-two. Like Baron Corbin, I think went like a stretch where he didn't have like a, a successful pinfall either for like six months. I saw like, he was hanging out with T Swift on Sunday. Did you see that selfie, Phil? No. Baron Corbin was in the Chiefs suite with Taylor. Happy birthday to Taylor Swift, by the way. Um, on Sunday in the Chiefs suite, Baron Corbin, I guess, is friends wow. with. T-Swift, I don't know how that works. but And for those of you that hate when we talk about wrestling and Taylor Swift, we bid you Bingo. farewell on this episode. You probably already left us. And, uh, yeah, no, I didn't say, I didn't know Baron Corbin was friends with yes. A-list celebrities, but yeah. there you go. So here's how Write That Down works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Those are the parameters. We also have the OG version of, actually, the oldest prediction on the board and write that down history. A prediction that's been on the board for seven or eight years 
has come off the board on the OG edition of Write That Down, I, Mackie and Judd. So I think I, I think know, I know what, what it is. I think I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. I think I. I think it came from a listener who pointed something Co- out. A couple did. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. so thank you very much for folks for bringing down my average. Yeah. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on this show. And if you want to be a guest listener participant, like Matt is about to be, you can send us a message through the score North app. Before we get started with the accountability session, a shout out to our friends at three Jack in the North loop, a wonderful place for you to gather and enjoy libations and golf and food these winter months. Absolutely. Three Jack and go to three Jack in the North loop there in Minneapolis. Great spot. Get your golf swings in. You can uh, also load up on some great appetizers. It's a great spot for a happy hour. If you know, you're looking to get out of the office and want to grab a quick, uh, quick something to drink or a good little lunch special. Plus, Awesome place if you want to host some guests. So, you know, you got family, you got friends coming in town for the holidays. You don't want to host them in your own house. I don't blame you. Go to 3Jack instead. Get those loaded nachos. When you mention Purple Daily, too, uh, they'll give you a free pint with any menu purchase item. So how about a loaded nachos and a free pint when you mention Purple Daily? Go check out 3Jack in the North Loop. Accountability session. We'll start with Judd here. Busy week for Judd. Not looking forward to mine. Hmm. We'll start with... We'll start with, while we're flipping this around on the screen here, I don't know why I did this, but we'll start with the bad and then work our way back up to the top. You said Nick Mullins will be the starting quarterback against the Raiders. He was not. But he should have been, and everyone agrees. So can can I get that point? The Vikings were wrong, but so are you, unfortunately. <laughs> you said Jordan Addison will play 13 games or fewer. Well, he's played 13, and he's not on the injured list. Nope. With anything Comes that off. keep him out. No question. I'll take that. Uh, you said Arizona and Tampa Bay will finish with the two worst records in the NFL. Tampa Bay is leading their division and mathematically cannot finish with the worst record. And Carolina, I think, is probably as close to wrapping up as you can be, right? Yeah, they're definitely going to be one of the two worst records. Uh, Arizona's still in that mix with the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, gotcha. Tampa Bay cannot. On the good side, you did say Justin Jefferson's first reception would be for at least 10 yards. A check down of a prediction here since his average is well over 10. And it was a 12-yard reception. Unnecessary shout-out. I think that's just a fine completion. I'm I, would have, I wouldn't I'm have take, called it a, a cheap check Thanks, down Declan. if that oh, helps that was you out at all. Complete no, cheap shot. Of course. No reason you know, for it. Of course. The guy that hunts for uh, batting average and completion percentage wouldn't uh, take issue with a check down. That's fine. Wow! <laughs> I had a rough week. I'm trying to pay some compliments on, here when, on, when my comeuppance come comes in a couple screens. All right. I know I had a bad week. I don't. I, I, if if we were to, to rephrase that prediction for entertainment purposes, Justin Jefferson's first reception will go for several yards less than his season average. I just sorry I didn't predict that he that that there, that <laughs> Joshua okay, Dobbs would throw a hospital it's ball okay, and, and that he would be <laughs> taking the hospital, Mister Mister. You gotta have you. your breath. Uh, I'm here to protect the entertainment integrity of write that down. Nick Mullins will play at least five snaps between now and the end of the season. Well, he played like 18. So thank you. There you go. Dex and I are like this right now. Oh, we know. Uh, Okay. I said Alexander Madison will have another 20 yard run against the Raiders. I thought he would have his second 20 yard run in three years, but he did not. He had one where, my God, like, I don't know how many more semi-trucks you can fit through an offensive line blocking scheme. And then he gets, like, tripped up by a, an undersized linebacker 16 yards into his run. It's like, come on. If he was anywhere near being a starting caliber running back, he would have had Dude, you made years. the prediction. Yeah, I think Madison's just protecting the integrity and entertainment of write that down. I think that's all it is. <laughs> I'm not sure that is the same equal as my gripe with you guys. 
Justin Jefferson will receive a game ball. And you know what I should have predicted? Alex, after he had a 20-yard run last week, I could have said Alexander Madison will have at least a 10-yard run in the game, and I would have been correct if I was. Lashing out continues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The show's become contentious. Or even better. I'm examining my contract right now. Do I have to work with you all the time? His season average is three and a half yards a carry. I could have said Alexander Madison's first run will be of two yards or more, and I would have been correct. Hey, you want to replace me on this thing? Uh, I said Justin Jefferson will receive a game ball after the game. And, it, you know, I kind of thought that maybe they would, like, FaceTime him from the hospital and give him a game ball for that. But he. No, he was back by then. Was he in the locker room for the post game yeah. speech? Okay. Yeah, he, he came back. It was a quick trip to the hospital. Uh, I did tell you guys that Makai Blackman would be involved in a turnover against the Raiders. He scooped nice. up a fumble. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Touchdown there. Uh, I told you Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins would start a game before the season is over. And here we go. This is, I made that prediction after Jaron Hall's first start. Uh, let's see. Listeners, intern Max said the Vikings will win zero turnovers on the day as part of a three leg parlay. And Justin Jefferson would score a touchdown in this game. Mm. Oh, intern Almost Max. had that one, intern Max. And you would have got the touchdown without the Jefferson part of the prediction. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, that's... yes. Probably. Yeah. A win and no turnovers. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. be very hard for us not to give him that. But the three item parlays, you know, kind of our bar for the for the a good touchdown. So I understand what he was doing there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Austin said Nick Mullins throws a touchdown against the Raiders. Mm. Nobody threw a touchdown against anyone on Sunday. Lucky to get a field goal. Uh, and Max did say the Vikings would rush for over 125 yards. It's like 132. Nice. So they went over. I want to bring this one to the table just, oh. just because it doesn't come off the board yet. But Greg predicted, listener Greg said, the Vikings will have a prominent player on the 53-man roster get arrested at some point this season. He didn't say coaches or coordinators. So he doesn't get credit for this with Wes Phillips, but... It does stay on the board. There is still time this season for somebody on the 53 to get arrested. Now, this would be a really bad beat if it was like a practice squad guy. Or if it was like if this was Browns write that down and Joe Flacco was on the practice squad for a, from a procedural standpoint no. and got pulled over for, you know. But he was very specific. Like he yep. knew he knew Greg knew exactly what Greg was doing. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I knew this was. You, you called this. Yeah, I did. So yeah. this is De- this is Declan's week, yeah. unfortunately. Yep. I'm out of the first place spot for sure. We said the this. Patriots and Steelers, which had an over under of what thirty and a half at one point, would go under twenty five and a half, and then the Patriots decided to play offense for the first time all year. Unders That's... have been hitting in the NFL at this historic rate this year, and these two hmm. Jamokes had like twenty five points Jamokes. in the first quarter. Bailey Zappi, you got just... you got zapped. Declan. I did get, I got zapped. You got Bailey zapped. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then I got Trubist, Trubisky. Well, actually, we'll stay tuned to the quarterback cesspool challenge because that might have helped me. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, the quarterback cesspool challenge was – I think we've underscored a good rule change for next year, which we can yes. talk about. But uh, Vikings will score on their opening drive against the Raiders. The starting quarterback for the Vikings will have a QBR of at least 60 against the Raiders. Josh Dobbs had a 17 QBR. Jaron Hall would start against the Raiders. Justin Jefferson, multi-touchdown game in his first game back. 
and this one should have come off last week. Dwayne McBride, the Vikings' seventh-round pick running back, would be activated from the practice squad to the active roster by the end of November. Oof. Is anyone even, like, hurt? Is, is he still on the practice squad, Dwayne McBride? Just, I think he is. I'll check. How bad is he to not Jack, even like, get a sniff? You know what's I, funny is if Alexander Madison doesn't play, I wonder if they will activate him for this week. I don't think they will, but I wonder if they will. I mean, this is the worst running back situation in the entire league. And I know. You can't even Here's get activated. Despite the fact that it would have resulted in some negative publicity at the time, should they have signed Kareem Hunt? Yes. It, yeah. I mean, he came here for workouts. Yes. Probably. Mm-hmm. I get, but they, who, uh, it, what's his name? Is, uh, is Gaskin still on the practice squad? Miles Gaskin, remember they picked him back, back up too. Just yeah, that's right. Throwing, throwing I'll look up the practice though. squad. You run through the stats. I'll, uh, Cam, I'll, I'll Cam Akers was the right Jack signing for you. So. Cam Akers was the right signing. Train okay. uh, whatever. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, Judd and I are now tied for both category leads here. We are at thirty-six point one percent completions and ten touchdowns apiece. Declan is tied with the 10 touchdowns. So we have three, three of us tied with two months to go in the regular season here. Write that down. And Declan has slid all the way down to third at 34.7% completions. Listeners at 24% and six touchdowns. Career, we also have a change at the top of this week. Judd has moved into the all-time career lead at 35.2%. A big week for Judd. 28 touchdowns. Declan at 35.1%. I'm at 33%. Listeners at 23%. I still lead by 10 touchdowns with 43 touchdowns on the season. So there you go. There's your accountability session. Let's get to some predictions here. Let's bring guest listener predictor Matt into the mix on Purple Daily. Matt, what's going on, man? Good. I'm excited to be here. Good, good. What is your background as a as a you got your Twins jersey on, but what's your background as a Vikings fan specifically? I'd say probably my first memory was the 296 game for AP in 07. Yeah. And then just his rookie year, I mean the the run back by Cromartie in that game was good and just AP just had such a good game. And then uh 09 of course, like everybody else, just gets sucked into this thing we call Vikings fandom. <laughs> yep, man, that game Judd and I both covered that 296 game did a historical pie chart on the uh, purple daily YouTube channel. You can find that in the archives, but that was a wild game. And the Vikings had to, the PR staff had to basically phone in and say, put him back in the game. He's close to breaking the record or he would have been standing on the sidelines for the last like three minutes of the game. But one of the crazier performances ever. So we're going to start with Matt. We're going to go Matt Judd over to Declan back to me, three trips around the room Matt, you are under center. The predictions must be football-related and quantifiable or show-related. You can make a show prediction, too, but the floor is yours, man. All righty. So I think the Vikings are going to keep on their defensive stand that they've been holding lately. I think over the season they've been averaging like 18 points a game on defense. So write this down. The Vikings will hold the Bengals to 17 points or less. Okay. The the vaunted Jake Browning is going to be stifled in this game. We'll see if that if that happens. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd. Adam Thielen, it's in his first and last season with the Carolina Panthers. He will not be with the Carolina Panthers. He signed to a multi-year contract, so 
he is supposed to be with with him. But I got to believe he's going to get his way out of there because this has been a disaster. And I'll go back to what I said last week. Can you imagine him on the Chiefs? Like if like if he had just found a way to go to a team, he tried to get to the Jets, him. didn't he? Um, he, I think he might have, but anyway, the, the point is he's, it's, it's a disaster like that whole thing. And there's no benefit for a veteran guy like that to play on the Carolina Panthers. So Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen will be in the NFL next season, Declan, but it will not be with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. So he has in 13 games, he does have 85 catches, but only 827 yards. He's only, he's averaging a career low 9.7 yards per reception. Yeah. So He's not completely cooked, but there's not a there's not a whole lot there in terms of like explosiveness and. But he would have caught separation. the ball, like in Kansas City, right? Just red zone for ball. sure. Yeah, don't l- line up offside. Like you would have been asking a very very minimal things of Thielen that he would have done for them. It would have been a really good marriage compared so to, compared to this. Cutting him is really tough for the Panthers. They're gonna they'd have to find a trade partner. Because it would actually cost them a lot more in dead cap than than the cap hit, so he's kind of he's contractually he he definitely got what he wanted, which is a a nice contract to end his career, but it's a really hard contract to move. I think if you're if you're the Panthers, so, oh, we'll see. Oh, would a team even give a draft pick for him too? Probably They're not going to cut him. If I'm the Chiefs, I certainly would now. Like it depends there, there's on, gotta depends be other on guys. you're the Chiefs. There's other gotta be. I mean, Rasheed Rice has come on, so you got Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey. There's gotta be someone in. We'll see. I'd love to see Thielen in Kansas City yeah. next year, but okay. Declan, what's your first prediction? All right, first one from me Why with Alexander like Madison questionable down? and probably trending towards being out. We'll see what what shakes out. But he was a DNP in the walkthrough yesterday. Uh, so write this down. Ty Chandler will have a 20 yard rush or reception. Against the Bengals. Okay. So Ty Chandler will have a 20-yard rush or reception with some yak maybe involved there uh, against the Bengals. Write it down. All right, Ty. It's time. We've been asking for Ty Chandler for like two years. Like it's it's time to. It is time. I was looking up Dalvin Cook's stats, by the way. Have you guys taken a gander through Dalvin Cook's statistics recently? (sighs) They're they're non-existent last year. It's it's really bad. So He doesn't have a role there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he but it's it's also not for lack of the last two weeks. He actually has set, uh, 16 carries the last two weeks. His season. A, let's see here. Yeah, his season average is 3.2 yards per attempt. He has 210 yards on 66 carries. He only has 14 receptions, too. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, not going to work. Naga, naga. Not going to work here anymore. Now, if you if you went somewhere else and got more opportunities, I still think the story would be the same. I just don't know that he has a lot of a lot of juice left. But agreed. Okay, write this down. I'm a little nervous about Nick Mullins on Saturday. I'm going to say write this down. Nick Mullins will turn the ball over at least twice. The Vikings are going to have to overcome a couple of Nick Mullins turnovers in this game. Okay. So at least two turnovers for Nick Mullins. I could see I could see him getting like flustered in the pocket, like a strip sack. I could see a bad interception at some point, or maybe he tries to fit a ball into a tight window. I just they can probably overcome it because they have before, but a couple of turnovers. Write this down. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines. And whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com.
It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, back to Matt. All right, so Daniil Hunter and Jared Allen have the team record for tackles for loss in a season at 21. Uh, so write this down. Daniil Hunter, who currently has 18, I think, tackles for loss, he's going to end with at least 24 tackles for loss, setting a new franchise record. Wow. That would be So who, who currently has the record? Do you know? For the Vikings? Mm-hmm. It's Daniil Hunter and Jared oh, Allen. Got it, got it. You the saying. record is J.J. Watt. He's got 39. So when I was looking into this, I was like, yeah, he's not getting that many. The next second is J.J. Watt with 29. Wait, so so 39 is the record. 29 by Watt is the second most? Yeah. So the year, okay, it was 2012 when he was the defensive player of the year. That was it. He had 20 and a half sacks and 39 tackles for loss. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt. He also had four forced fumbles two fumble recoveries and 16 passes defensed. So that's 16 batted down passes at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> get an absurd here. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Okay. All right. The end is near for Greg Joseph. So write this down. It's supposed to be a decent day on Saturday in Cincy, but I mean, it's still outdoors. I'm sure it'll be, Windy, it's December. Greg Joseph will miss either a field goal or an extra point, at least one field goal or extra point on Saturday. Oh, okay. Uh, but you said the end is near. I thought you were going to go further. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. That's fine. We, no, you don't, have, pushing, you don't have to go any further. You can do well, it. No, no. What I'm saying, but what I'm saying is the end is nearing. Like you're getting enough misses now. You're getting enough. There, there's enough inconsistency that this will be it for him. But I, I want to make a prediction that comes off the board immediately. So instead of saying he won't be with the team next season, I'm going to go with he'll miss an extra point. Do you think they'd cut him? And I, if I'm no, I don't. I don't pro- know they would. Prediction here. I don't think they would this. I don't think they would this late. But I do think that this will be it for him. Yeah. Off the to, record. What if he has like a Dan Bailey game? Or, you know, the Dan Bailey Tampa four. game where he. Oh may, well, then yeah. He gets, then yes. There's a chance. Write this down. You guys remember that? That was oh yeah, Ooh. Tampa. That was rough. Zim just about his head just about popped off his shoulders. Yeah, that was bad. So all right, Declan. All right, next one for me in a matchup between Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. And I don't know if you guys saw the little scoop that a child got from Justin Jefferson at that yeah. little Target shopping spree. Two yesterday. scoops from kids. Yeah, two scoops. Sounds like JJ's going to play on mm-hmm. Saturday against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. So write this down, Justin Jefferson will have more receiving yards than Jamar Chase, his buddy, on Sunday. So J.J. finishes Ooh. with more receiving yards than Jamar Chase. What, what's, Jamar, what's Jamar's status for this game? Because he missed practice. Oh. He was he out feet. for practice? And, and it was practice. probably a walkthrough again, so they probably just designated it as a miss. But, yeah, he's got an injury, too. He does have I an think. ankle. Crap. Yeah, he does have an ankle injury. So, but I mean, he'll probably play. They they just don't. He, he doesn't need to practice in December. But if he's a DNP mind. and I make this prediction, all he, would JJ would he have to be catch a nullified to... prediction? What is your prediction exactly again? That JJ would have more yards than Jamar Chase on Sunday. Yeah, then all that has to happen is for JJ to have more to yards than Jamar Chase on <laughs> Sunday. Actually, now, if JJ funny. catch if he catches yeah. a pass for negative two, negative then yards. hurts himself. <laughs> 
Justin Jefferson God. will have more receiving yards than Ahmad Rashad on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That's my next prediction. You know what? Write this down. If uh, if Judd can do it, I can do it. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust that kid's reporting, and I'm just gonna tell you quite simply: Justin Jefferson will play on Saturday. Write it down. I trust kid reporters. Wait, Justin Jefferson will go, play. Judd. Here's your chance. Wait, in the go. interest of the people Come who me, watch bro. this show, <laughs> I must. I must protest. If you guys missed it, we had two children break news yesterday. That kid who asked. Justin, while shopping, are you going to, to play? To which Ju- Justin unequivocally said yes. And then the Wild had their dinner with oh, the Wild that. night where, where they serve up, you know, the oh, meals. Yeah, yeah. Right. And Jonas Brodeen, who has an upper body injury, clearly it's like a pink broke cast. His... <laughs> He's got a pink cast on. They won't tell us. He's got a cast. He reaches over. It's an upper body injury. Uh, yeah, he's got a pink cast. It looks like his hand was amputated. Can you guys elaborate a little further? Well, and do you consider the hand to be upper body, lower, or mid? In my opinion, it's got to be mid well, body. It attaches to the upper, but it does hang below the waistline. That's you know, what I was going to say. It hangs people, down so. by the lower. <laughs> well, yes, it does. Yes, <laughs> it does. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, you guys have dirty minds. I didn't say <laughs> Oh man. Okay, we're uh, where are we at now? Back to Matt for your third and final prediction. All right, I'm throwing a long shot here for next year. I I think uh, write this down. Kirk Cousins will be comeback player of the year. Oh man, this off is a great the record prediction. as a Viking. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. This is going to light a fire, man. Like he's looking around the league. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's also looking at this defense too. If they can keep Flora, if they can keep Flores. There's a lot of what ifs, I feel like, with the Vikings. That's a great prediction, dude. Yeah, Matt's got me thinking about changing my third prediction here, too. Matt, this is a great, great job on your prediction since you've got this life changing platform here on Purple Daily. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that got you to this peak moment? Of course. I got to thank my wife for watching games with me, sticking through all the Sunday games and the evening games. And then my dad and my father in law, who are the traditional angry, bitter Vikings fans who keep me honest as an actual fan of the teams, but they're always complaining like, oh, of course the Vikings did that. And I got to say, you can't just always think like that. You got to be a fan through the good times and the bad. When we started 0-3, it was rough with my father-in-law and my dad. But yeah. It's amazing, man. There is, there's a generation. I joined them. It's Judge generation and older. Yep. That it, it's like they they kind of watch the games, but they're very much at arm's length emotionally as much we're as not they can get hurt, be. Because we yeah. won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Won't get hurt again. Yep. They yeah. think the officials are out to screw Minnesota. They think everything the Vikings do well, is incompetent. That's it's, not me, but that's true, too. Mm-hmm. But that's true, too. But, I mean, they've been hurt. Some of these yeah, poor people saw them. four Super Bowl defeats and then have seen a litany of championship game meltdowns. In fact, yeah, Judd, you so we just yesterday we recorded, we're doing some historical pie charts throughout the holidays. And uh, it hasn't been released yet, but we did a pie chart of blame for the Vikings' first Super Bowl loss in 1970, Super Bowl 4. And man, there are some skeletons dug up going back there. We even found a conspiracy theory, maybe the number one reason, not football related, why they lost that game. So that'll that'll play to like the dads, the the fathers-in-law who sat through those games, unfortunately. So, Matt, thanks for coming on. Awesome work with your predictions. Good luck, and we'll get you on again sometime, all right? 
Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Matt. All right, appreciate it. There's Matt doing a great job. Before we make our final trip around the room here, gentlemen, let's say hi to our friends at Quick Trip, the presenting sponsor this season of Purple Daily, Judd. And the presenting sponsor of If You Need It, They've got it. Convenience store uh, that that is going to provide you with a great Karuba coffee, breakfast, lunch, and dinner options. That's right. Snacks, anything that you might want. And that includes things that are good for uh, for your car. This uh, includes their quality gas guarantee. Quick Trip is going to back every drop of gasoline with their quality gas guarantee. Get uh, to your destination without worrying about what's in your tank. And I've been talking about this, but this time of year, that's incredibly important. It's getting cold outside. It's starting to snow. You want to know that what's in your tank is going uh, to be a gasoline that you can trust. Quick Trip has exactly that. It's just another way Quick Trip provides great customer service. We certainly appreciate them and their sponsorship of our show. And we would appreciate if you would show that same thing by going to Quick Trip to get whatever you need, it is the best place to stop. Yes. Uh, a shout-out to to our friends over at Zero Res. So, hey, clock's ticking, okay? Family gatherings are coming up. It's funny, like, it goes December 1st. You're like, oh, we're in December. It's holiday season. Then you blink, and it's December 13th, 14th, and you got people coming over. Maybe this weekend, next weekend. Make sure your home is ready for the holidays with Zero Res doing the deep cleaning. They'll deep clean your carpets, deep clean your entire home, your air ducts. Uh, in fact, if you ask for the Score North special, you can get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $129. And this month, get $75 off when you get your air ducts cleaned as well. Zero Res has a 4.9 rating out of five on Google with 17,000 reviews. That's all the evidence you need that these guys are great. So uh, again, ask for the Score North special at zeroresminnesota.com or 9520res, spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. Okay. Let's go through our final predictions here, boys. Write this down. Judd. All right. I was totally wrong about this prediction previously. It's um off the board. I screwed it up. I thought I was right. I was wrong, but I'm going to rectify it right now. Write this down. By the time the NFL regular season starts, 2024. Travis Kelsey and Tay-Tay will be engaged. It does look like it's headed that direction, doesn't it? They will be engaged by the time. I think it's going to happen this summer. I want to give myself a little bit bit of room, and I'm pretty sure he would pop the question before training camp starts. Yeah. But I I think they're going to be engaged. I think she is. I I mean, I thought it was a publicity stunt. Totally wrong. But I think now it is pretty clear yeah it's pretty clear that um get getting out of the dating spotlight of like musical celebrities or actors and going to a guy who is more of a probably this gonna sound weird normal guy i think that's working Uh, so i saw him described by somebody on twitter yesterday as he he is the perfect golden retriever boyfriend yeah and that's what taylor needs like taylor's got all this stuff going on she's busy she just needs like a golden retriever that's loyal and that's there with a smile. You know, and he wants kinda, to support her. Yeah, just wants to, wants to support her. Just throw him a tennis ball once in a while, and that's know, really bring, bring him on road that's trips. Really and good. Stuff. Yeah, that's a great description. <laughs> it sounds condescending, but it's really not. Yes, he he's the he's the golden retriever of boyfriends. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Write this down, Dex. All right, very excited for this prediction. I also consulted with uh, our friend AJ Fredrickson on this prediction because I had, I had it tweaked. But now I kind of I want more of a room for it. Wow. So write this down. 
Tommy DeVito and or his family will be featured in a national commercial. Oh, love it. I'll yeah. put the end date Olive of, Garden. of, of uh, week one of next Buka. year. AJ had Jersey Mike's, which could, Jersey could, Mike's be, is could be in play there. <laughs> the uh, agent for sure will will get this deal done. Jimmy yeah. Johns, I could see any number of, of options here. Yeah, t- so Tommy That's DeVito great. and or his family, you know, too. Like, I want oh. his mom maybe involved or something. I could see her mom or dad involved. Oh, uh, you know what you just did, Dex? Huh. Oh, my God. I didn't think think of this. Jersey Mike's current spokesman. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's what oh. that's what AJ said. Oh, that is good. That's yeah. right. Okay, Darren, I'm jealous. I'm if, jealous. If I mean, I don't want to lose AJ Fredrickson to Jersey Mike's marketing, but if that hasn't been discussed, go talk. It to needs our to happen soon, though, because he's not guaranteed to be the Giants' starting quarterback right. for long term, right? So he's Although, it's got to happen now. like in December, I would think. I, or maybe there's a how about a Super Bowl commercial? That was so. That was my original prediction was a Super Bowl commercial, and I would by the way, I think. Any Super Bowl commercial still qualifies as a national commercial. It's being yeah. broadcast oh, yeah. to a national audience. So I oh, originally yeah. had it as just a Super Bowl commercial, but I want to give myself a little bit more leeway. Uh, but yes, Tommy DeVito, the family. Dude. Are you kidding me? It's going to be a marketing plan for for the ages. So if right yeah, if he finishes strong, the Super Bowl commercial would seem to the, they can still make the playoffs too. They're mm-hmm. only like a game out, I think, because they're five and eight, and then is six and seven currently in or six? Yeah. Yeah, they're a game out. They're a game out. I think okay. I forget who from the ringer had that. This from a, there's like six teams in front of them, right? At they six and jump. seven and seven and six. But yeah, okay. Write this down. Write this down. I think this is all pointing to the Vikings defense is back for the first time in like four years. So so if you're Kirk Cousins, you're you're looking around saying, man, we got a top five defense. Even if Flores leaves, you're gonna be you're gonna be optimistic about the offense or the defense. You know, Justin Jefferson's going to be on a revenge tour next year. Kevin O'Connell wants you back. He's coming back. Kirk's coming back. So my prediction is just simply Kirk Cousins will sign a contract with the Minnesota Vikings, a contract extension. Kirk Cousins will be will be back in purple for the 2024 season. He'll go Jordan. Just fax in. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. That'll be it. Yep. So I guess yeah, the prediction is Kirk. Right. Just to be clear, Kirk Cousins will be a Viking for for the 2024 season. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there you go. Write it down. Write those down. are the write that down predictions. The accountability session, boys. Uh, quarterback cesspool challenge was. I don't know. It was just it was kind of spicy, but not really. This week we'll get we'll get to what happened and what rule we're going to change for. We can't really change it now because the can't toothpaste right. is too far the two. But uh, right. but we can change it for 2024. So. The quarterback cesspool challenge is our weekly celebration of bad quarterback play in the NFL. And boy, oh boy, 11 backups scheduled to start this week. This has just been a a glorious year of options for the quarterback cesspool challenge. So each member of the show can only use a quarterback once all season. It's like a, it's like your uh, survivor pools when you can only pick like the Dallas Cowboys once. And we have to draft different quarterbacks each week. So like we can't both take Tommy DeVito in a given week. If Judd drafts him for that week, I can't take him. We're looking for the lowest QBR. And this is a key. We decided when we first started doing this on the radio long ago, like five or six years ago, that if your quarterback doesn't play, so you can't pull a fast one, right? And say, I'm going to pick the third string guy that doesn't play that. If you pick a guy that doesn't play, you get stuck with an average QBR of 50. 
on a, on a zero to 100 scale. Very fair. So that's kind of the backdrop. Well, what happened this week? Two of the three members of the show picked quarterbacks that did not play on Sunday. Declan was the only one that picked a quarterback that played, and it was a nail-biter to see if he could beat a 50 QBR, and Mitch Trubisky was just bad enough to sneak under the 50 mark with a 46.3 QBR. C.J. Beathard was Judd's pick. He did not play. He gets a 50. I picked Trevor Semyon. High ankle sprain for Trevor Lawrence, and he still I don't think winds that was smart, playing. by the way. I don't think that was no. smart. He, I think he threw three picks. He did not look good. No, it was a train wreck. But it was more of a train wreck for you and me. And I just wanted my guy to come 46. in. Yeah. Well, and I just I just wanted my guy to come in like in the third Beathard quarter. Was, I'm sorry, Beathard was you. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Semyon was me. And, and yeah, Zach Wilson, who actually I think had a decent QBR started. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he anyway. actually played one of the, the best games. Probably life. better games he's played, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The worst QBR of the week was actually Justin Herbert, a 1.5 yeah, QBR, and he... He's hurt, so he's not going to play against the Raiders this week. So there you have it. On the season, Declan picks up his sixth individual week win. Judd has five. I have three. For the season averages, Declan with a pretty comfortable lead, a 38.2 average QBR. Judd, 44.7. Again, we're looking for the lowest scores here. And uh, I'm at a 51.3, so I'm actually picking above average quarterbacks so far this year. Hmm. It's not what it's called, Phil. It's no. not the QB overachieving challenge. No, which is kind of what I've turned it into here. So uh, the way that the draft order works, Declan's going to pick last because he won. And because Judd and I tied, we go back to last week's results for the tiebreaker, which I had Jake Browning at 84 and Judd had Tim Boyle at 22. So I uh, am still in last place for this. So I get the first overall pick. Judd gets the second pick, and Declan gets the third pick. Okay. All right. Um, I th- There's so many options, but I I would not be able to sleep if I didn't pick the Chargers backup quarterback against that Raiders defense that flustered Vikings quarterbacks. Easton Stick is scheduled to be the starter for the Chargers this week. Mm-hmm. Easton Stick is going to be my pick for week a- 15. He played a little bit last year, didn't he? Didn't Herbert get hurt at some point? I I, I swear to God, Easton Stick is guy. He's, play, he's played a couple games. He was yeah. a yeah. really good quarterback at NDSU. Won a lot of yep. games. And with the way Phil's year is go- going, he will have one of the great games of his entire yeah. life. It's amazing. I mean, the Raiders. I'm literally looking through the court, and, and I'm not the only one that's gotten burned on this. Judd at one point got burned on Jordan Love for a 90.5. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields for a 77.5. But I've gotten burned with Josh Dobbs' second best game of the year. Uh, Tyson Badgent's best game of the year. Sam Howell's best game of the year. Jordan Love, one of his best games. And Aiden O'Connell and Jake Browning's best games of the year. So I am the kryptonite here for quarterback cesspool challenge. There have been so many starting quarterback injuries that I think I'm going to get through the entire season without drafting Sam Howell, which I is absolutely incredible yeah. to me. He's, you know, he's, wor- he, he's worth a pick at some point, though, against the right defense. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of that, so I was looking at my options here. Bailey Zappi is playing the Chiefs, and I do think that the Chiefs are going to be on a revenge tour, and yeah. Zappi is coming off a good game, which leads me to believe that he 
might go backwards here, but you know what? I'm going to I'm going to play my odds here of going with the the devil I know, and that is Minnesota Vikings defense has been playing so well. It's going to be cold outside, and Jake Browning is on the injury report. Uh, he definitely, I think, hurt his forearm or his thumb or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Jake Browning. Yeah. I think he's due for a regression, and I think the Vikings are the team to give it to him. All right. Declan, there's still a lot of options even picking third here. There are. I'm, I'm really stuck between two. One that is not uh, maybe an obvious option. One that's more of an established quarterback. So Kyler Murray's playing the 49ers defense mm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, Kyler, here's where I, I almost got Burry with Trubisky because rushing touchdowns does factor in to QBR. Oh, yeah. And that's why Trubisky's got a little balloon because he snuck one in in the fourth quarter of that game. Otherwise, I think that QBR is probably more in the 30s. So I'm I'm hesitant, not because I don't think Kyler Murray could have a bad game. I'm hesitant because I do know he can run in a touchdown for sure. I think he already has three in like four starts, so he can do that. So instead, even though I just made a prediction about him, I'm going to take him. Tommy DeVito. I'll take Tommy DeVito wow. against the Saints. You better be careful. That family, if they hear about this, I don't know what might happen to you. Where's Declan? What happened to Declan? I mean, in, in he did obviously light. He had a good game against the Packers, but his other two like QBR performances were pretty brutal. So he doesn't have to be perfect in that game for the Giants to win necessarily. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tommy DeVito against the you Saints know, defense. There would be an interesting strategy here too. Oh, by the way, the rule change we're gonna make for next year: team quarterbacks. So once you, because because otherwise it's like we got to get rid of these, like, if a guy doesn't play type things. Yeah, and I would say if you're going to take a backup and he only comes in, like, you guys were fishing for him coming in for a couple snaps and then mm-hmm. him having a low cube. Like, in my opinion, that's fishy. That's that's BS. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't want – so I, I agree with the team QBR aspect than taking a backup who has to maybe come in to make a couple random plays, and then he gets a low QBR because he only has five pass attempts. Yeah. So if mm. we can, if we can do, if we can pick team QBRs, then you obviously you'd have eighteen weeks. You pick eighteen different team quarterbacks, and it would it would just narrow the field. And we could even if if we can, I don't know if it exists. If like a team QBR number exists for the week, we can check that out. But if it if it's just like you know, two quarterbacks come in, then you would get the one who played the most amount of snaps or the one that, that threw okay. the most amount of passes would count on that team I'm quarterback cool score. That. I'm cool with it. No? Yep. So, um, but in terms of strategy here, so Declan, there's one, two, three, there's four weeks left. Mm-hmm. Declan's got a 38.2 average. Judd has a 44.7. If Declan were to, and I, this would, this would, poke holes in the integrity of quarterback yeah, accessible talent. But Declan could just choose quarterbacks that aren't going to play and hang a 50 in the next four weeks. And I don't know that we'd be able to catch him unless we nail like the worst quarterbacks. So, but I'm glad that Declan isn't doing that. I'm nope. glad he is out there. I got some integrity here. He's swinging for the fences Dude. here with Tommy DeVito. Hmm. So there's the quarterback cesspool challenge. Judd, tell the audience if they want to lose some weight here, they're looking ahead to January, or maybe they want to get a head start. What's the best way to get that head start on losing weight? 
Well, that, that's very simple. If you want to be like Sports Dad and uh, drop the weight, like the guy on the left, a little bit hefty, the guy on the right, ah, down 40 pounds, Livia Weight Control Centers is where you start. That's right. Ho, ho, ho. Guess what? Sports Dad is here with a Christmas message, and that is this. Do not wait till New Year's Day. Do not wait till January 1st to start to shed those pounds. Start now. How would you like to be by the time January 1st hits down, let's say, 10 pounds? Feeling great. Well, Livia can help you do that. Join today, and you're going to get your first eight weeks for free. That's right. First eight weeks for free. Livia.com. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com. I'm going to tell you right now. I can tell you it works. We have a lot of people in the PD family who have tried it, and guess what? I get the results. I see them because people are like, Judd, this works. Well, of course it does, and they're going to help you keep the weight off. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program three years running now. Again, join now. Get your first eight weeks for free. Where do you start? Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Check it out and start your weight loss journey. Also, uh, Summit Orthopedics is here to help you guys with any type of pain you're dealing with. It's late in the season. You're on the injured list. You're trying to figure out your internal chest injury, whatever it is. Uh, Ankles, feet, back, knees, shoulders. Summit Orthopedics can help you. No referrals are needed. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m., 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. You can learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. Um, all right, that's a wrap. Two episodes of Purple Daily for you guys today. We we talked about the Vikings' decision to start Nick Mullins, the fourth starting quarterback that they're going to use. So check that episode out. And if you haven't already, you can help us continue to grow this thing and spread the word about Purple Daily by clicking the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel and giving us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple and Spotify. We'll see you guys tomorrow.